Welcome to the Thrive Church weekly message. We hope you enjoy this podcast and we pray that it blesses you. For any information on this sermon or our other resources, visit thrivechurch.co.nz. Awesome. Hey, so good to have you here. Isn't Debbie amazing? Like, she is so awesome. If you knew how little sleep she had last night because of our children, you'd be like, wow, how does she do it? But she's amazing. And if she was ever to dance on a stage, she'd just dance with so much grace. And Anyway, um, not saying you've ever danced on a stage recently. Um, Murray and Kathy, hey, Murray, I just want to acknowledge your loss this week. Murray's father passed at the age of 95, 94 during the week. So, mate, our hearts are with you, and we just want to acknowledge that for both of you. We love you very much. So, yes. Okay, on that note, um, if you're here today, actually, yeah, and you've never been in church to, before, I, I hadn't finished the sentence, I kind of put a comma there, didn't I, but I, uh, yeah, semicolon, anyway, uh, you've, <laughs> you've never been in church before, I understand that it might be like, what are these guys on about, what, what, is, what are you so excited about, what, you know, plant, yeah, ice blocks, yeah. Who, who's this Jesus, this God, this, this um, you know, you're praying for healing. Does that actually, can that happen? And yes, yes, it does. And um, we, we believe as a church that no one in this building is an accident, that everyone um, on every seat here was actually created and designed by a loving Father, by God. And He is for every life, every soul. There is no, we don't really believe in the, uh, the goo to you kind of analogy of evolution. We're lucky piece of scrum called out of a, a pond one day and became a truck driver 10 million years later. That's not really what we really subscribe to. We, we believe that God designed people because He loves people and that we're created for Him. So we've created body, soul, and spirit. So it's one of those, Sunday morning is a place where we're really spirit to spirit, heart to heart with God, where we connect and celebrate around. So just wanted to say that uh, this morning. Hey, one of my, I want to share one of my favorite summer memories. Who's enjoying the heat? Has anyone found the river or a pool or, yeah, it's, it's pretty, yeah, pretty intense, isn't it? I remember as kids, we would go to Kaiteri Terry and um, up Nelson Way. I lived up that way and it was so awesome. But my grandma, she had a pool, um, one of those raised para pools and it was kind of like on the side of a hill and it was above her house and below this para pool it had she had a beautiful garden and and then it disappeared down the driveway and and it just it was really beautiful and as kids we would uh, love to go and play in the pool, but sometimes we'd just kind of get around the outside of the pool and would just rock it like this. Has anyone ever done that to a power pool? And you get someone on the other side and you're rocking it and you're both making waves. And, and the, at this day, we had about 10 of us all just like rocking this pool and making this big splash in the middle. And it was so amazing. And then all of a sudden, we heard this massive tearing, ripping, whooshing destructive sound and we were all like whoa as it as the pool ripped around the base by our feet and we were just like knocked off our feet and uh carried with this massive whoosh of water like this is a a lot of water it was pretty intense and it just destroyed grandma's garden and we were like and we just ran for the hills like literally and went and made fern huts um because that's what we did uh when we were up there and and it was like when i was thinking about that um 
just yesterday and about how uh, there was so much energy and, and momentum and just stuff happening and it became more, uh, it became more overwhelming and, and this, what was going on actually destroyed the structure and the integrity uh, of the pool could not withstand the heat, could not, was not uh, withstand that um, pushing and, 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 and all, the, all of us kids being around it and and I just, I was thinking about that around my year, actually, and just watching lives across this church. You guys are so courageous, so, so courageous. And because and, I've had a few moments this year where it's felt like the pressure of life, you know, is just like, what's life doing? It's just like hammering me at the moment. And the structures that I've had and the way that I've thought about myself or the way that I've operated in life or what have you, it just hasn't been able to withstand the pressure of what is going on around, uh, around my life. And I've watched people in this church just go through stuff this year. And, you know, when something, when life happens and it feels like pressure is overwhelming and there's this massive whoosh and all of a sudden you feel like you're completely drained. You know, you feel empty. You feel like, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to actually, you know, go to work on Monday? I mean, what's, go, what's it going to, what's this week going to look like uh, for me? And, and, you know, we, I'm just so proud of, um, of the people in this church because you just keep getting back up. You just keep bouncing back and, and, and I, I just, like, God's got a story for each one of our lives. And he, he does, he, that story, in times in that story, it's just like, it's just enough to, to get up. It's just enough to, you know, to come to church on Sunday. It's just enough to keep moving forward. And as we do that, God strengthens our life and he puts greater structure around us and builds our faith up. And he is good. And I just want to celebrate this morning, your resilience and your strength to bounce back as a church and to keep moving forward. You know, um, like God is, he wants to, to take your life and take us, whether we're in a great season or a hard season, and he wants to begin to shape us and mold us into the best person that we can be. Like that's his purposes for our life. And I love this in Deuteronomy 30. Deuteronomy is an Old Testament book in the Bible. It says this, uh, I've set before you life and death. This is God speaking. I've set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. And so I just want to encourage you with that, church, that just to choose life, just to keep choosing. You know, God, God has put something in front of you, and there's a good way and there's a bad way. There's a right way and a wrong way. And I just want to keep encouraging maybe today choosing life for you is just stepping on, just saying, I believe. I believe God is for me. I, I believe that He is with me. And I want to celebrate your victories today, the large and the small, and just the fact that you're here Today, at the end of 2017, you've made it and you've stepped on with courage and God has got a great future ahead for you. And Psalm 9, 1 and 2 says this, I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of the marvelous things you have done. I will be filled with joy because of you. I will be filled with joy because of you. And it's not because of how tough life is or how what's going on or how difficult the situation or how good it is. But David, who writes this 
Psalm says, I will be filled with joy because of you. You know, God has got a good plan. He's got a good purpose for your life. And he wants you to live from a place of joy in that expectation because of his goodness. So this morning, we've just got the smorgasbord of thankfulness. We're just going to start, um, we're going to tag teaming this, aren't we, darling? And... Um, and we're just going to be sharing like some really cool things and wins um, from the life of the church um, across this morning. So, Debbie. Cool. Okay. Like, it's, I just want to mention a little thing just following on what, from what um, Glenn said in that psalm about praising God. And like the last few days, the psalms that I've been reading, I haven't been able to escape the fact that um, God wants us to thank Him, no matter, you know, things being good or bad or whatever, and that the best, most um, pure form of praise is to thank God in the tough times. So just encourage everybody, it's hard to do. Yes, it's very hard to do, but let's always look for those things we can be thankful for. Maybe it's going back and remembering what He's done, reminding ourselves of those good things. But yeah, let's be people who do that. But this morning, we want to celebrate this church as well. Um, you know, what, no matter what ministry you may have been involved in, no matter how you might have been serving, you are all a part of Team Thrive. You know, even if this is your first Sunday, you're part of Team Thrive. Um, and, you know, as family, we get to, like we talked about just earlier, we get to celebrate the wins together, we get to stand together, but we also get to share in the victories that have happened for other people. You all get to go, hey, yeah, I had a part in that, you know, whatever that looked like. Maybe it was giving someone a smile one day, maybe it was praying for someone, maybe it was just welcoming them, whatever it looked like, you get to celebrate in other people's victories. So this morning, we just want to um, celebrate a person in particular and the, their testimony. In the first service, we had Michael share, and that was amazing, his story, where he's been. And this morning, I just want to welcome up Sam this morning. So Sam, come on up. Now many of you will not know Sam. And Sam, is it Munro? Is that your last name? Yes, I got it. Sam and Josh. Sam and Josh and their family and Sam's sister is here with her husband as well. So Sam's just going to come up and share. She's only been at Thrive for about six weeks. Would that be right? Five? Five weeks. Five weeks. So this is really new, but she is... She's just a, a um, delight, and I had such a great time meeting with her this week, and, and I said to her, please, can you share a little bit? And she was so obliging. So, yeah, so this is Let's Sam and Josh. Let's together. welcome these just guys. Let's welcome these guys to the front. So good. Okay, so I'm Sam. This is my husband, Josh. We have three boys, and we're very, very new here. Glenn and Deb asked us, well, actually kind of me, because Josh isn't really a talker, <laughs> if um, we'd speak about our journey so far. Um, and it, I decided to actually just to be completely honest here. Um, and we originally started attending for purely selfish reasons. We desperately wanted to get one of our sons into a certain local school. And um, as part of that, we needed to be regularly attending church. So as a mother, just slightly desperate to get a child into this school, I convinced the family, or or rather my husband, (laughs) that attending church was a small sacrifice to make and that we could do it. (laughs) Now, being a mother of three boys and, and wife to one, I've had... (laughs) lots of practice of getting crafty to ensure that life flows smoothly smoothly and with a minimum of fuss and and the least amount of moaning possible. 
And with that in mind, I knew I needed to make our church, church experience as fun as possible. A traditional church was probably not going to score me many brownie points with the crew. So it was Facebook and Google to the rescue where I stumbled upon Thrive Church and instantly I knew it would be the right fit for us. So the date was set and off we went, still of the mindset that this was just a necessary means to achieve what we were after. (laughs) When we arrived, the first person we came across was Michael on the host team and I mentioned we were new and instantly we were enveloped in this warmth positivity, love and happiness that is Thrive Church. We were showing around and we had a constant stream of the most welcoming, friendly faces coming to introduce themselves to us one after the other, after the other, after the other. (laughs) 11am hit and we entered this very room. It was completely dark, bar for the lighting, highlighting the stage and the most amazing worship band with extraordinary musical talent. People were singing, they were dancing, arms were up in the air. I remember leaning into Josh and whispering, it's like being at a rage. (laughs) And look, there's a mosh pit up the front. (laughs) Not exactly the church type setup that I had in mind and definitely no resemblance to the masses we attended at school. And we came away that day absolutely blown away at how friendly everyone was. The love within these robes, these walls was clearly palpable and everyone just looked so happy. And I remember thinking, what is it that's making these people so happy? <laughs> and walking through those entry doors, it was honestly, for the first time, it was like coming home, being surrounded by friends and family, the ones that you actually want to be around. <laughs> and um, yeah, still though, off we went home and we mentally ticked church off the to-do list and we gave each other a pat on the back and we said see you next Sunday God. We'd done our bit and we didn't really think that much beyond it really. Next Sunday comes around and and around up the troops again and off we go. Again walking through those doors it just felt right and we began to think hmm maybe there is something to this. And then we hear that Daz Chettle is giving sermon next week. And I remember Glenn saying, you definitely don't want to miss this one. And having no idea who Daz was, I I went home and I did a Google search. And I think... (laughs) Flip. (laughs) How am I going to get this one past Josh? (laughs) You know, he's this guy, he's long dreads, he's covered in tats, he's wearing brighter coloured t-shirts proclaiming his love for Jesus, Jesus' love for us. I was like, this is going to be (laughs) cray-cray. We decide we'll go along, but we're definitely going to have to take that service with rather a large grain of salt. As soon as Daz stood up, we spoke, and we were enraptured. The things he spoke of, his passion, his love for Jesus, his tears, can't forget the tears, it just blew our minds. We... It was like nothing we had ever experienced before, and it blew our expectations completely out of the water. And then towards the end of his sermon, Daz encouraged people to stand if you were truly ready to accept Jesus into your life. And instantly I felt compelled to stand. I was kind of like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? You know, am I ready for this? What's Josh going to think of me? 
Willie think that I've like completely lost the plot this time. <laughs> so I sat and I sat and I sat. And as long as I sat, Daz continued to encourage people to stand. People all around us were getting up. Some had their eyes closed. Others were open. Arms were in the air. Others were down at their sides. There were tears, and they weren't just Daz's that time. And then Daz said, there are two more people in this room that need to stand, that are ready to stand. And I thought, is that us? (laughs) No, it it can't be. Be quiet, Sam. You know, you're going crazy. And... um, Still, more and more people continued to stand, and boy, I really wanted to, too. Josh, it turns out, was going through exactly the same struggle. And Daz again repeated, there are two more people in this room that need to stand. I'm going to give you 10 seconds. (laughs) And he continued to speak. He comes back, he repeats that there's still these two people in the room, and he gives another five seconds. Five, four, three, you get the point. I look at Josh, and he looks at me, and we grab each other's hands, and up we stand. <laughs> and it was like, oh my gosh, what have we done? You know, this is, this is big. We moved up to the front, and Glenn moves towards us, crying, I think. <laughs> <laughs> And he begins to pray for us. And I remember we had our heads bowed and our eyes were firmly closed. But all I could see was this light. It was such a bright, bright light. I I swear it wasn't that one. (laughs) And then Glenn says, I have this vision in my head and it means nothing to me. So it must be for the two of you. He said, I'm seeing a cul-de-sac. And Josh and I, at that moment, we looked at each other, and it all just clicked into place. Everything made sense. That was us. That was our life. Here we were. For the last few years, we'd been going around and around and around this cul-de-sac, and we'd been unable to get ourselves out and onto the road that we needed to be on. Um, But all of a sudden, there was the road. It was right in front of us. And from that moment, we've been off. We are on our path, both individually and as a couple, and we are on our way. We can't wait to continue this journey. We're excited about the fact that it's a journey that just never ends. We'll continue to learn, to grow, to improve, not only ourselves, but our marriage, our children, our families, our friends. But more importantly, probably for the very, very first time of our lives, we're actually excited about how we can impact other people's lives as well. And that's been pretty major for us. So thank you. You can see why I wanted Sam to share this story with you. Amazing. Well done. Sam, you look like you've been up in front many times before. You did that so well. Good job. We just love what God is doing here. And and I said to Glenn a few weeks ago, it's almost like, yeah, we keep doing what God's asking us to do, but then we just get to enjoy this, right, of God building his church, God drawing people to himself and 
you know, it's not us. Yes, we might provide, you know, all of us might provide the, the environment and do the loving and the, you know, welcoming and that, but God is doing amazing things. Thank you so much, you two. Uh, yeah, so this morning, just to, just to hop into a couple of more things, just around uh, some of the cool growth markers um, as a church that God is, you know, it's just happening, it's growth, it's growing. And so just to uh, share that over this year, we've actually had 100 plus people added into yeah. our church Woo-hoo. family yeah. um, yes, across sir. the church. So that's just been amazing. And it's like our heart for this church is to create an environment where people can just come along unchurched people and just feel like that they can just be a part of the family. You know, it's that act of uh, belonging before believing. And we just believe that God's got his arms open wide to our community. And we just want to keep keep opening our heart to, to people who are out the one to the to those who are just needing to know the love of the Father, and we've been able to run an Alpha course. This is our new Christian course, and it just it answers questions about the faith and and our, our journey with Jesus. And so we've been running this uh, Alpha course um, while our first service has been happening here on a Sunday morning, and that's something that we've kind of dreamed about for years. And so we're really excited that that's happening as well at the moment. Um, just something that Sam picked up on that we just want to say a big thank you to you guys about is the way that you are welcoming people into this place. You know, Sam has said it, but so many other people have said how they've come in here and they've felt welcome, they've felt like they belong, that they're part of family from the beginning. And that's all of you guys, everybody doing their part to connect. And and the thing is that people have said too, it's genuine. This is not just people just doing it because it, they think it's the right thing to do. You are genuinely loving and caring for others. And we just want to say a big thank you to that. And you know, um, you may not be on host team, rostered on, but every person is a part of the host team. Every person can welcome someone. Even if it's like your second time here, you can still welcome someone, give someone a smile. So a big thank you for that. Also on host team, another one is we've had like so many new people added to the team. So for those of you who have just joined the team this year, then I just want to say a especially big thank you to you guys. Um, thank you for putting your hand out and just being somebody that's prepared to, maybe it's as simple as a smile and a hello, but it can make a really big difference. Um, in the first service, we honoured Marilyn as she has been on the host team for almost 10 years. Um, we just gave her a little gift and just celebrated her. And she's continuing to, she's finishing host team, but she's continuing to serve in the church with loving and caring for people um, through the people care team and through her grandmother's heart ministry. But in the service, we just wanted to honour um, some other very special people. So mum and dad, aka Lynn and Peter, Pastor Lynn, Pastor Peter, can you just stand up and come to the front for a minute? I'm sure this happened last service this far around, didn't it? All right, come on up. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it may be around the same time last service. That's weird. Anyway, these two amazing people, for those of you who don't know, are my parents, but they are also incredible pastors. They have been with this church from the very beginning. Um, They're voluntary in what they do here, but they do so much. Like some of you will have first-hand experience their love and their care, and most of you will have been welcomed by them in, in some way in this church, but there's so much that these guys do behind the scenes. Um, they are on our leadership team and trustees team, um, doing a lot there, Dad doing various things around the building as well, and also for Mum, she runs our Sozo prayer ministry, which is just an um, inner healing prayer ministry, seeing some amazing results. She's part of our staff team, 
just does so much around this place. And so we just wanted today just to especially honour you, to get you up the front, to let you know how much we appreciate you and love you. Um, and did you want to... Yeah, I just like I was just thinking of a word that would really encapsulate this couple, and that is generosity. Mm. Like the way they give financially of their time and their heart and their prayers. And we just... We just so, so appreciate you, Peter and Lynn. And I just think it would be awesome for us to just stand to our feet yeah. and just clap for this incredible couple that have sowed years and years into this church. They are legends. We would certainly not be here. You can take a seat. Um, without these two, because Debbie wouldn't exist, for one thing, um, but, you know, just the, what they've sowed into this church, just, I'm glad, really, that's good, that's it, yeah, wow, okay, I don't, anyway, uh, I, um, okay, another one. Quick, let's get there. Uh, Thrive Discovery. This is our growth track. And so this is something that we encourage new people to um, connect into as they come into the, the life of the church. And it's a time to get to know each other and, and, um, and, and really go just begin the journey with understanding like our call and our mission into this community. And so we have a 100 series and a 200 series, which is a bit more about leadership development. And we've had around 60 people through that course this year, which is just really, really worth mentioning and uh, an exciting uh, thing that God's doing in here. Another great thing that we did during the year on our second term is that we did our Love for Life marriage course. Who attended that? Does anyone want to own up? There we go. We had over 20 couples actually um, attend this church. And well, it's just like, it was one of those, you know, stake in the ground things. It's like, we believe in marriage. We stand for marriage. We honor those ones that have made a covenant relationship with each other under God uh, and, and, uh, and a, a pursuing God's heart for their for their marriages and and strong marriages hold families together and become the fabric and the strength of this nation and we just want we believe that we're going to be known as a region for strong amazing marriages. So just want to mention that as well. And, and next year, um, we're going to be looking at running a parenting course. So just around c- equipping your ch- uh, ch- yourselves <laughs> and your children, but getting good tools in your hands so that you can parent uh, well. So that's amazing. The other thing I wanted to mention this morning is uh, our desire to keep leaning in and pressing on towards getting our own church building, our own family home. We we leased this premises. It's been a wonderful premises, but it's just also limiting our growth uh, as well. Ultimately, we've got a heart for this region, and we believe we're believing in thousands and thousands of people um, knowing the love of the Father, knowing the love of God. Not just a small church tucked away, but actually, God is a big God, and He has a huge heart. And we want to really step on in this. And so, this year, we explored um, at purchasing with another investment group, um, Countdown on the corner, or what was Countdown, over here, you know, the big supermarket, right? So we went um, on that journey, and so with another investment group, we were going to 
divide it in half and have some retail and some church. It was going to more than double our capacity here. And, um, the, and, and, and so we offered like uh, $4 million for this with this other investment group. So it's not small money. Um, and that was over the commercial evaluation, uh, valuation of that building, and, um, but under what they, the owners really wanted for it. But we, we had to say, look, this is the fair and reasonable um, amount here. So we said, that's it. And, um, and they never came back to us. And so we've, we've left, we've let Countdown go. It's becoming Bunnings, which I know that's, that's going to be a blessing as well. But we thought, man, wouldn't that be amazing, uh, that building? So we've kind of closed the door on that unless God actually does a real miracle uh, there for us. But we're just believing that the next step for us is land that we'll, we'll get a piece of dirt and we'll have some grass and we'll have this incredible environment that can really speak of our heart towards families and towards community. And we don't know where that is yet. And so we want to invite you in on that journey of discovery with us. And that means praying over it. That means looking around the region and like, look, did you know about that bit of dirt? Or I've got a friend who owns that piece of land and he would like to give it to you for $10. Just whatever. Maybe you're, um, you're sitting on a couple of million and look uh, in your bank and you're like, what can I do with that money? Well, we have a target for you. Uh, but just, we, we want to partner in this together. We really do. This is about leaving a legacy for our children, our grandchildren. And, you know, you know, we were here. This is our time. We're going to, you know, we're just here for such a short window on this planet. But this is our time to make a significant impact for the cause of Christ and for the sake of our children. So, yeah, we are interested in what and you partnering with us on that. So um, another thing that happened this year around Easter time is our storm camp, which is our um, which is our regional like South Island wide youth camp. Next year we're going to have storm conference and it's going to be held at the town hall. We're looking at getting an international speaker for that still and and just inviting our region to. Uh, to that event, and we'll see what God's going to do. So the other cool thing, if you weren't here uh, last week, just to mention is that Jared is actually transitioning out of being youth pastor here at Thrive. Uh, what? I was like, did I say someone's name wrong? Anyway, uh, yeah, he just found out. Um, and yeah, yeah. That so was a joke. Been, he didn't uh, just find out, yeah. just, just to make sure. Thank you, darling. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right. We don't roll like that. Um, we've been on a journey with Jared for the last six months um, around this. And so um, Larissa and Mitch are going to be stepping into that youth pastor's role, which is very exciting. And the other awesome news is that Marit is going to be staying on as our kids leader as well, which is so cool. So God's just like doing this transition across He's all about growth and restructuring as we grow. So I love it that he goes ahead of us um, as well. Uh, the next thing I just want to uh, mention are our life groups. Um, these are groups that mid, uh, meet midweek, um, every second week. And this, the life groups, are, these are like the heartbeat of our church. Um, this is where we do relationship uh, like heart to heart, we share each other's you know troubles and joys, and we pray for each other, and we just we're in each other's worlds because we understand that coming to church on a Sunday, everyone's sitting in rows, and you don't really get that. It's very much a front to you kind of connection. But in life groups, we're sitting in circles, and we're yeah. we're for each other. We're we're really encouraged. 
encouraging one another, and it's a place of belonging. And so we want to celebrate our life groups as well. We've had um, more life groups started this year, and it's awesome. Because um, another thing I want to announce is that Sam Nimmo, Sam, where are you? You're not there. You were there. First service, wherever you are. Sam, do you want to stand up, do a little dance? Um, he's actually going to be... Um, our life group leader, our life group coordinator from uh, next year, which just is so yeah. good. We're really excited about it. He's been dreaming big about this with us, and so that is a that's another cool thing to celebrate today. Cool, um, very exciting. We love you, Sam. You're awesome. Um, internationally with Thrive, you know, one of the missions that we have at Thrive is to be the light. You know, to let our light shine, and that is in the church. It's in this region, but it is into the world as well. And you know, one of the ways that we do this is through missions trips. So, in January, there you are. You were over there before. Um, Jared is going to be heading away to India for a missions trip, and that is exciting. And Jared. Very much this just came from, he just felt God tell him that that was what he was supposed to do. And so he's just put his hand up and said, okay, yep, God, whatever you're saying, I'm doing it. So Jared heads there in January and he's got some money there, but this is very much, a, he's just being obedient to what God's saying. So we just want to, as a church, be able to support him as well. So if this is something that you would just, you know, like to, to bless Jared with and to see him sent over there, then go have a chat to him. We'd just love to see him financially supported too. So he's got all sorts of plans on where he's going. So if you want to find out more, go talk to Jared. Um, yeah, we're excited that you're going to do that. And, you know, anybody that goes out on a missions trip, yes, it's them going, but they're also, you know, carrying with them the blessing of our church. And, um, you know, we, like, we're a part of this for them, whether we're praying for them, whether we're financially supporting them or just cheering them on, we're a part of it. Um, another cool thing that happened this year um, through our missions was our trip to Arnhem Land. We've got a photo there for that. This is our crew, along with some of the Diaz family there, um, who went to Arnhem Land in the middle of the year. So for those of you who don't know, as a church, we support the Diaz family in Arnhem Land, also Jeff and Julie in Cambodia. I'll tell you a bit, a bit more about them in a moment. Um, so the team went and ran um, the children's program at a conference over there and just generally got in and served. There was lots of gardening involved and really, really hot temperatures. <laughs> And all sorts of other things, and they learned a lot along the way as well, so well done, you guys. Um, and Cambodia. So what we're trying to do as a church is send a team to Arnhem Land one year, and then the next year to Cambodia. So next year, um, Kat and Matt are going to be overseeing a trip to Cambodia. Again, they, Kat and Matt have been to Cambodia four times. Feels like more than that. Does that include the time with me? Okay, yeah. Anyway, lots of times. Um, and these guys just have such a heart for Cambodia. Um, so admissions trip is heading over there at the end of October next year. So if you want to be part of that, just encourage you just to go talk to these guys and start planning. Don't let money be a factor because Glenn went to Cambodia. I went to Cambodia. We didn't have the money. God provided. Um, our daughter, Abby, went to Arnhem Land. She just knew that she was supposed to go. I said, that's great. I'm just going to agree with your faith because I don't know how we're going to get you there. She had like a few hundred dollars and earned some more along the way. And then she was just blessed with just finances to get there and actually came back with a little bit of Australian money to spare as well. So we're putting that aside for it. We're believing that next year we're going to be able to go to Arnhem Land too and connect with Chris and Ruth too. Um, so, yeah, Cambodia, amazing place. Like, you'll just grow so much if you go on that trip. So just encourage you, just put some thought and prayer into that. 
Awesome. We're just about near the end now. And another thing I just want to celebrate is our church's generosity in finances uh, over this year. It's been just amazing. We've had a couple of families give lump sums of $20,000. Another family gave $10,000 um, into, into the vision and the dream of this church. Uh, last week, I just mentioned in church how our Thrive Pantry has given out over 60 parcels um, throughout the year, but um, our pantry's getting a little bit bare, and then someone rang me on Monday and said that they'd like to give a $3,000 donation to Thrive Pantry. So it's just amazing. Like, you know, this love looks like something, and, and it's looking like your generosity. It's looking like you going, well, you know, I went to work and I earned four, I spent 40 hours there, but I actually want to give uh, a, a portion of my income into the life of this church and into the vision, and I just want to honor that and celebrate actually what God's doing uh, in our church family as we move on. Over the last week or so, I've just been thinking uh, around our greater purpose as a church family. And, and if we were to roll it into three things, what, what would it be? What would it be? What would our purposes be here at Thrive? And I just want to share these three thoughts with you. Our, our number one, uh, you know, the first thing really, I suppose, and not necessarily the number one because they're all important, is, is the word belong. Uh, this, this states, you know, that we actually really value family, that everyone is included in the heart of God, and we celebrate belonging before believing. You know, we're not going to, uh, you know, we, we don't want to push people away with religion or uh, great expectations, but we, we know that the heart of God is actually to call the gold of the dirt that might be in someone's life, you know, and believe in people. And so we just... We're just so passionate about people knowing that they belong to the heart of God, and we want to reflect that. The next one is um, is to be loved, and this comes from our, our launch pad, which is to be established in love, that God is love, that everything He does is because of love, and this world is pretty broken, and it's pretty messy, but it's not Him. He's not trying to teach the world a lesson. This is people that have let it come to this state, and so stage, and, and we want to we, we just so believe that everyone should know and encounter the love of God, whether that's in a worship time or whether that's through the acts of kindness through each other. And the last one is be the light. And Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And this is our, this is our go button. This is, this is the, we just so believe that we want to be a purposeful church around going into the world. And this, this means that our destination is an environment that needs light. It, it needs someone to carry hope in. It needs someone to carry the presence of God. And it needs someone to carry a friendship in. And so this is out of our comfort zone and into the world. You know, as we, as we look ahead to 2018, we're so excited about what God's doing in your lives and in our lives together. And we just, we're believing that we're going to see our region belong to the family of God, that they're going to know that they are loved deeply, that we would actually become the light into our world. Thank you, church, for an incredible 2018. Thank you, 17. No, you're right. Yeah. And let's just thank God for a great year and for what is ahead for us.